Hi, and welcome to the Temple Podcast. I'm Edward Pike. I'm the founder of the Temple. And for the last 10 years, I've been on a journey of deep personal transformation, exploring and working in the fields of health, spirituality, mind, body, and purpose. Basically, all the ways for me to be a better human being. In this podcast, I have honest and powerful conversations with some of the amazing and inspiring people I've met along the way who are working to create change for their clients, their communities, and for our planet. Through their incredible stories, their unique experiences, and their profound knowledge, it's my wish to inspire and help you to make better choices and improve the way you live, you think, and that you work. Because that, I believe, is how we create big changes for our society and for our beautiful planet. So just sit back for now, relax, and enjoy the podcast, and welcome to the temple. Hi everybody, hello and welcome. Thank you for stopping by, thank you for being here. I'm really excited to be introducing you to my friend Lloyd today, Lloyd Burnett. I met Lloyd online, digitally, as you do these days, about maybe six years ago uh, on an online course. It was Marie Folio's B-School, and I think we, we found each other through some online groups. And we've connected a few times since then. We've had some beautiful conversations and we've been following each other's journey from, as you do, from behind our computers. And I was really excited to invite him to be part of the temple and to share his message. And as you'll see from the conversation, it was a very profound conversation about everything that we've been exploring so far on the podcast, which is showing up and really being seen and sharing ourselves in, in an authentic and vulnerable way in all of our light, but also all of our imperfections. And so this is a beautiful and profound conversation to follow on from everything we've been discovering so far. So Lloyd is a life coach, he's a business coach, he's a spiritual teacher and a writer. And in his own words, he helps really people to access their gifts and to share them with the world so they can access more of their inherent and innate abundance. So without further ado, I introduce you to Lloyd Burnett. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Okay, we're on. Hi, Lloyd. Hello. Hello there. Hello good there. See- yeah, good to see you again. How are you? How are you today, this morning for you? Yeah, this morning is, um, it's flowing. It's already had its peaks and valleys. So I've gotten <laughs> off to, uh, yeah, a very energized start mm-hmm. and um, had a beautiful session with a client and and then had to work with some parts of me that were throwing a fit because um, uh, some things in my business weren't taken care of the way that Mm. I prefer them to be taken care of. So there was a lot of frustration, breathing, calm, frustration, breathing, (laughs) calm, over again for about minutes. That's really juicy to dive into Uh today, yeah. (laughs) So maybe before we do that, maybe you can introduce yourself uh, to this this new audience, you know, who are you, what what do you do in your own words? And knowing that, of course, it changes, how would you express that right now? Perfect. Uh, So I'm Lloyd Burnett, and I'll give you my professional uh, biography first. Um, And at the moment, I am working as an intuitive business coach, supporting um, spiritual, spiritually minded, conscious entrepreneurs in reaching the people that they are here to speak to and to support. And that work 
takes place on two different planes. It takes place on an internal, um, more healing uh, process, internal process driven uh, plane, and also a very human uh, 3D practical strategy business container plane. So mm. it's a beautiful melding of, of two um, different energies to, to build a more holistic and thriving and abundant mm. and impactful business. So that's what I do as a professional. Um, personally, I am a human on this rocky journey, especially <laughs> right now. <laughs> rocky is the word. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, just learning what it means to be uh, human, what it means to uh, love, to connect, to disconnect, to get frustrated and to be stressed, um, to, to be surrendered, to be closed and just kind of navigating all of those things mm. every day. Mm. It's beautiful, that, beautiful and interesting that you have like, you know, the professional and the personal it sounds to me like your work is very much about bringing them together, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, tell us more about that. What's your journey been to, to doing the work? Yeah, so my work has been very separate for many years. Um, and, you know, part of that is, a big part of that is, I, I, you remember Carrie Nola from yeah, these right? Yeah, uh, we have a joint business together and she, uh, she's a retired psychotherapist now. And I remember when we started working together, um, she had her business so compartmentalized, her business and her personal life, they were so separate. And I saw how that made her business flow with greater mm. ease um, because she could show up as a specific person with basically no background, no baggage, nothing, and just do what she had to do. Yeah. And I was like, I want that. And so for many years, my business has been completely separate from my personal life until um, I realized that my humanity was the missing piece in my business. And so wow. I've been on a journey of uh, bringing more and more of my humanity to what I do, which has been really important because um, it's one of the missing ingredients that uh, especially us um, uh, us spiritually minded entrepreneurs, us more aware entrepreneurs mm. uh, need to bring to our business so that people can see and feel us and so that we can support them in allowing the people that are here to see and feel them to connect to them and to know that they are the, the human being that they are here mm. to work with on this planet. So it's been a journey of bringing those two together and I definitely wouldn't say that um, I'm navigating that journey perfectly right now mm. because uh, it, it has its ups You're and human. Down. Yeah, that's the humanity piece, right? Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. And it's, it's just an important conversation. It's such an important, especially right now, like we're, you know, we're seeing how, a, how doing business without the humanity, what that causes, right? With that disconnect from nature from our soul from each other like where that leads us and getting these the whole body's like chilling out right you know getting these goosebumps right now and we, we that's where we you know look at us yeah you know it's such important work bring humanity back into business it is it is because um when we don't bring our uh humanity uh people tend to fantasize about who we are and put us on these pedestals of these beings without flaws, who do things perfectly, who have transcended the human journey. And, um, and then that image of us that, uh, in grand, I mean, it is their image that they create in their mind, but we give them the bricks to create yeah. that image. Um, they then in turn use that to hurt themselves and to strive for something that isn't 
um, yeah, that isn't human, that really isn't possible because it's not uh, a part of this part of the journey that we're on right now as spiritual beings. And so, yeah, it's like not only do our, do we do ourselves a disservice, but we support others in mm. doing service to themselves. Mm. Yeah, bam, amen to that. That's so powerful. Very true. And why do we do that? I've definitely had that experience of, you know, wanting to be separate <laughs> or superior or perceive, perceived a certain way. So, and this is a question, I guess, what, how do you see that in your clients? Is there a common story, you know, in, in your clients and people about why, why we do that? Yeah, because, I mean, nobody wants to pay a mere mortal to help them <laughs> solve their problem. <laughs> they want to pay God. <laughs> exactly. We want God incarnate to come in there. and. and uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we have these ideas. Yeah. yeah. If we're not perfect, then people won't want to hire us or we can't be a leader if we haven't sorted out all of those things that we're here to help people with so it's it's from a place of a fear that mm. trained ourselves that we have to be something to be worthy of receiving the attention the love from um from others mm. yeah and that's definitely that connection with the personal and the professional, right? Because like, that receiving that love might be, I don't know, making this up. Or for actually, speak from my experiences, receiving that love from the parents, you know, at the core. But then, and this is, I guess, a question intertwined with a comment. I, you know, and I'm just connecting to this now that you're sharing this, really. Then that is projected outwards onto clients, right? And onto colleagues or collaborators and when that gets transferred in some messy way at times mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and i've yeah i've been watching you on your your journey as well and and i've been and i'm curious actually if uh what my interpretation of how i see you if if it's accurate or not so mm. uh, are you open to me telling you how i see you and yeah 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 um, yeah yeah yeah, so I see you as really embodying this journey that we're talking about, uh, going from the uh, person who has it all together, who is here to support you with your body, fixing, you know, your muscles and, and yeah. your weight problems, stuff like that, to really grounding into something deeper mm. and um, showing up in a more raw and rugged is the word that's coming mm, to me. wild um, yeah. yeah wild there you go and yeah. like a, a wild rugged uh way and um yeah embracing your humanity and using that as as a resource to support others and embracing theirs wow. wow yes wow thank you lord for that reflection that really moves me even those words you use, rugged, wild, that's another one, but it was. Raw. Like I've been noticing myself looking, for example, like my Instagram feed of the past couple of days and, and noticing like, you know, it's also campfires and the colors are quite earthy. And part of me is like, this isn't right. <laughs> you know, part of me is like, <laughs> and a, a small voice is like, this surely isn't me. You know, where's like the, the purple and the stars and the light or whatever. I mean, that's not at all what I resonate with, but I'm making that up. And hearing you say that, it's like, oh yeah, of course, this is like, this is exactly what you're saying. And that, mm. that dance of the two parts is really interesting. Wow, thank you for reflecting that. You're welcome. Mm. So is this something that you do with your clients, I'm guessing? Um, when you say this is something, is this something I do? What specifically do you mean? The ability to really reflect back to them, like where they're at, you know, on, on their journey in their whatever, their marketing, their, their, their structures, their strategy, 
you know, what is your what is your role, let's say, when you work with someone? Yeah, I love that question because it, it's it, yeah, it's deeper than just with clients. It's something that mm. I'm striving to do. And this is another mixing of personal and professional. Um, it's something that I'm striving to do in my everyday life um, to really see people. Um, and yes, yeah. it is something that I do with my clients that I believe is um, one of my gifts, but it's, it didn't start as a professional gift. And um, I may have put it in that compartment of professional gift, but it's something that I use in my personal life um, every day. And yeah, and as I'm filling into it, it's like, you know, it started off as using it, uh, really seeing people um, as a form of protection to keep myself safe, to not be fooled by the ex uh, exterior, um, yeah. really know what was coming, you know? And it has... Uh, even though, yeah, that part of it is still there. And um, yeah, it's not a part that um, I've tried to get rid of. It's a part that I've tried to embrace and kind of give a different job um, to make it come more from the light. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's my intention to truly see humans. And it gr gives me great joy to, to see humans, um, to feel humans and to uh, connect with 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 humans with the real person behind the 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 image mm. so, so how, how would you describe um even this this concept of seeing someone behind the image like because i i'm i know from experience and working with group, a lot of us like no we'll do it but sometimes it's nice to get that permission or that kind of that validation that it's okay to you know, engage and use our, our gifts in this way. So how would you describe that, that the seeing of others that you do? Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's in an honoring of, of where they are right now and what they're willing to to show the world and an honoring of what I see behind uh, that willingness that that wall of willingness of what they're willing to to show the world so it's a it's really simple it's just kind of a a, a deep breath and a seeing with my body mm. uh, a seeing with my you know uh, third eye, my internal vision, uh, my external eyes as well. And really just trying to connect with them. And I mean, this is not something that I do every day. I don't go to like the grocery store and really try to be the, the grocery store. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> exactly. There's actually a lot of things that I try and turn off and not see. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, situations yeah it, it yeah it actually happened last night I went to the grocery store I walked to the grocery store down the street and the cashier um, she just really wanted to be seen just really wanted to be seen and I wasn't having it I wasn't in a in a place and I could feel I mean there was nothing on the outside if you were watching this uh, interaction you would probably say um, maybe the cashier was bugging me uh, people would interpret it as, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was, she was, just wanted to be seen, just wanted to be acknowledged, uh, mm. just wanted to be held. Um, and I don't think it was consciously on her part, but I could see that and I wasn't having it. I was, I was not in, yeah. in the space and I just, yeah, completely shut it down, bought my groceries and left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh but like with my friends you know like I just went on a, a four-day desert trip um with uh six of my closest friends and it's yeah it's it's a beauty to just like sit with them and really 
see who we are. And we're in a place where it doesn't really take much tuning in because like we're ready to vomit out what's really going on. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, but yeah, it's a real gift to be able to hang out with the human um, that's behind the image of what we believe the human needs to be. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. So how, how does this show up in entrepreneurs and like, as you call them, spiritually minded entrepreneurs, but also, I guess, entrepreneurs full stop, this, this need to be seen? How, how, is that, how does that become like an obstacle, but maybe also a gift? I don't know. Um, yeah, to entrepreneurs. Yeah. The, right now, with the way I view um, the evolution of humanity, it's more important than ever to surrender to being seen, to allow yourself to be seen. And this is um, very um, kind of, uh, what's the word? Um, it's very noticeable and explicit if you look at technology. What is the way that technology is flowing right now? It's flowing more in the direction of live um, video, uh, every day in the moment, unrehearsed, yeah. not perfect. Um, like Instagram, you have you know the Instagram lives, you have the Facebook lives, you have all these other live platforms where people want to see what the human does on a Tuesday you know, for dinner. It's like, we wanna see what's really going on. Mm. And if we allow uh, ourselves to be seen as humans, it gives our clients something to connect to. And in the past, the uh, people, they connected to gurus, to um, perfection. And they, yeah. they wanted uh, somebody who had everything sorted out um, and was perfect, the perfectly produced videos and, and things like that. Um, and it, it just reminds me of like Marie Forleo, where we met in, in B-School. It's like, in the beginning, like her videos were so perfectly produced and everything. There were no like, you know, Facebook lives or anything like that. And then, you know, now you see her doing IG lives and, and, you know, her pajamas on the, on the couch and yeah. things like, that. like we're rec before we mm. give our clients are willing to open their pocketbooks. They want to know that you're real yeah. and they want to know that they can connect to you. They want to see the human behind the image. So it's more important than ever now for us spiritually minded entrepreneurs to pull down the veil and to allow people to see us. Um, like our bank accounts actually depend on that right now. If we want to take it to a really human level, like yeah. a lot of your abundance is really linked to your humanity to you being willing to be authentic. Mm. Wow. 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 So true. So true. And is that something like, is that something recent with COVID? Like I've noticed there's a lot more, we're a lot more lenient towards, you know, fuck ups on a, on a zoom or on a whatever, you know, there's a, I mean, personally, and also I see it outside of myself. Do you think it's something that's related to, to this? Is it a phase? I just, you know, either evolution of our awakening, is it something you've been seeing for coming for a long time? Yeah, I've been seeing it coming for a couple years now. And the process is being expedited right now with COVID. Yeah. I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, because uh, we're all, in a sense, being brought to our knees uh, by the hand of uncertainty. We're being mm -hmm. reminded that... Um, this arrogance that we know exactly what's going to happen just because we've seen it happen six times in the past or it's been proven in a scientific lab that we're safe because we have that certainty because we know what's going on but in mm. fact just arrogance uh, we don't know we don't know anything uh, we don't know what is going to happen tomorrow we have an idea of what is going to happen but we have we have no idea and so right now we're being brought to our knees to kind of, uh, in a sense, honor the uncertain nature of this experience that we're having. And in the midst of that, uh, it's really difficult to connect to somebody who is this idea of perfection. It's really difficult because we're being exposed to all of these 
imperfections of humanity. We're experiencing them firsthand. We're like knee deep in mm-hmm. the uncertainty of life and to see someone that's out there. It's like, it's, a, it's why a lot of, you know, at the beginning of COVID, uh, there were a lot of celebrities getting flack for, you know, being in their multi-million dollar homes and you know, mm. complaining mm. about like the quarantine and stuff like that. <laughs> There's nothing to connect to there, mm. you know? Like it's, it's hard to connect to that. And so uh, the masses in a sense are beginning to reject things that aren't based in the reality that we're all experiencing right now that aren't authentic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm curious how you have have seen this evolution mm. uh, of authenticity and if you've noticed uh, a difference during this whole Corona thing as well. Yeah, no, I can see that in, in two levels, you know, personally, definitely like, you know, as you've, as you've shared, as you connected to, it's been a real journey that for me has accelerated in the past six months, I want to say even like month or two months, you know, yeah. Thanks to many things, including many of these amazing conversations in the podcast, like, you know, just kind of a permission and a deepening every time of like, you know, it's okay to put yourself out there as you are. So exactly what you're sharing. And collectively, as you see, now you're speaking to it, I, I see it, you're right. I see it in the technology that it's, it is inviting us towards more life, towards more more just authentic sharing and expression, which isn't, it can be a good thing, sometimes it can be not so much a good thing, but it's there, you know, but it's there. And you're right, there is, you know, when you do see someone vulnerable, and I've expressed this time and time and time again in sessions and workshops, either running them or being part of them, or even in my relationship, you know, when someone is vulnerable and just opens up, you know, you fall in love with them, like, immediately it doesn't matter how much shit they share you know it doesn't matter how cool it is doesn't matter what's happened they when they just share it and open their hearts they're like i love you you know i feel you i connect to you and so it's like with this invitation you're you know you're talking about doing that in our work in our business and and stopping to separate the two stopping to kind of fragment ourselves and in this kind of duality of this is my work this is my life which of course there are some boundaries to be had but this is like talking about the, it's a different level of fragmentation, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like what you're talking about. It's like a, a unifying of yourself and sharing of your complete self with boundaries <laughs> to the world. And it, it feels so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I remember when I uh, when I started really thinking about like vulnerability and being willing to share my vulnerability, what came to mind was, um, no, this didn't come to mind. Actually, this was, I think Brene Brown was talking about this. Um, And she was talking about the difference of being vulnerable and the difference of disclosing. Um, And disclosing is, you know, basically just disclosing information um, for yourself. Um, or in a sense, disclosing information to get something out of a situation. Mm -hmm. So in a sense, it's like manipulation. Mm -hmm. So you're disclosing all of these things so that people have a specific reaction because you want their their pity, their whatever. Invulnerability is truly honoring what is there in the present present moment that wants to be honored. Mm in the setting that you're in. Because, I mean, we may be in business settings and we're, uh, there's uh, some sort of sensation going on inside um, that wants to be honored. And if we really tune into it, it'll show us the appropriate way of honoring it in the sense. It's not about, uh, authenticity and vulnerability is not about disclosing everything that happens in your life. It's about honoring what's present for you in the moment and tuning into how it wants to be honored. Um, so yeah, I love it. The, when you're talking about the appropriateness and the, the, the boundaries, it's like our, vulner- our vulnerability, our truth, our energy in the moment will show us 
exactly how it wants to be honored and it knows exactly how to um, navigate different environments and scenarios. It's like when, um, yeah, there have been times where I've just been so emotionally raw, but I don't have access to that rawness in front of certain people. Mm. Why don't I have access to that rawness in front of certain people? Because the intelligence of what is happening to me right now, what is happening inside knows exactly what it needs to be held. And if what it needs to be held is not present, then it's not going to release. It'll be there, I'll fill it, but it's not going to, to release because it's not a safe space for, for it to, to land. And as we do this work of getting to know ourselves more, um, inviting more, more self-awareness, we tune into that intelligence and it becomes more conscious uh, rather than just happening underneath the surface of our, of our consciousness. Yeah. Mm. Amen. That's, yeah. That's yeah. very profound and, and so true. And, and it, I think you put it into words. And thank you for like kind of sharing that because it's, you know, it, something that is not fully conscious, I, at least personally. I, you know, now you've kind of given it a, a name, a container, let's say, or something, made it more, more conscious. Mm-hmm. And it's it's beautiful. There's such an intelligence, you're right, in that when we can honor the expression, mm. Mm. and finding that that safety, that space that is the place for it, or how it wants to be expressed in that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there a? I know you know. I know there's no recipe, but is there a little practical? way that people can connect to this can 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 yeah can start utilizing this utilizing is the very the wrong word but (laughs) practicing it maybe that's the better word (laughs) i love that i love that and and yeah um and i know that you are the absolute um kind of king of of supporting people with those resources of of tapping into that self-awareness i've watched you on your journey and i've just been in absolute um yeah just awe and in a sense reverence for the work that you're doing on this planet and supporting people in in connecting to that and yeah and for for me the way that i support people um with that is um yeah, I start the 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 beginning layer is getting to know the parts of you, um, and I explain parts in a, in with an analogy of you know imagine you lose your job and a part of you is scared because you don't know where your next paycheck is coming from. A part of you is excited because now you have time for that passion project. A part of you is embarrassed because you have to tell you know your partner that you lost your job and you lost your job like a year ago and they're going to, they may be judgmental. So you have all of these different thoughts, beliefs, stories that are going on inside. We're, we're such vibrant, alive creatures that like, we don't just think and do and act in one way. There's so much going on. And so uh, the first step is getting to know what is going on inside of you, meeting those parts of you that have had experiences that lead to a judgment of a certain situation or lead to a story of a certain situation or lead to a fear of a certain situation. Get to know those parts of you that react, that have beliefs, that have thoughts and understand their story. So asking revealing questions about reactions, about fears, about celebrations, you know, Mm is interesting um i'm really scared right now hmm where did Mm. this come from oh i'm scared uh because you know when i was in eighth grade i did an art project and my mom didn't put it on the on the refrigerator and i learned that if you know i create something it's never good enough to make it on the refrigerator so i get triggered when people ask me to be creative it's like beautiful 
beautiful. Just sit with that. Continue to ask questions. Imagine yourself in eighth grade and, 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 and figure out what was going on in that moment. And the most important part after the revealing the parts of you that have those thoughts and beliefs is feeling the energy around that part, really connecting to the energy. Like your body will show you when you give these parts of you a space to communicate they'll begin to show you what they were feeling in that moment that had to be bottled up because it wasn't safe to feel that in that moment. Your body will show you the sadness. Your body will show you the grief. Your body will show you the panic. Your heart will race. You'll cry, you'll scream, you'll get angry. Your body will help you remember. The body is like a hard drive and it remembers everything. Everything is beautifully cataloged and it, isn't released until we feel it or express it. And so as we show this interest in the parts of us that are holding on to these different illusions, stories, truths, beliefs, um, we're able to express and release the fuel around these patterns uh, just by feeling them. And we're able to teach these parts a new story or a new truth or a new narrative that they're actually worthy of love. They're actually uh, worthy of compassion. They're worthy of abundance just by getting to know them. Because what shows a child more that they are worthy than your time, your energy, and your presence? It's like you can do all the affirmations that you want in the mirror. I'm worthy of love. I'm worthy of creativity. I'm confident. But like, what is really going to show you uh, that you are worthy of all of those things uh, more than your presence and your time and your curiosity with these parts of you? And as you become aware of those parts more, you learn yourself, mm. understand yourself. And it comes back to being seen. You're seeing these parts, right? Yes. So seeing all of you, seeing as much as you as you can. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. I thought this question in my mind, I mean, you know, feeling really sensing this connection here with what we spoke of, spoke to before about being seen in the world and how we don't see ourselves. I know what you're what you're speaking to is inviting us to really see ourselves and to be seen by the world. So how, how are these connected? I don't know if you can share some insight into that. I love that. I love that because, uh, yeah, it was in space and I'm so glad that you, you pulled it out because that was the next thing that was, was, was bubbling up. Um, we can't allow or others cannot fully see us. They can't fully see our authenticity until we get a glimpse of it first. Mm, yeah. um, they can kind of feel into it and, and taste it, but they can't fully see it until we, we see it ourselves yeah. because yeah. we will have some sort of exterior, uh, some sort of packaging on it. And granted, it is like cellophane packaging. You can see right through it. We believe that we're doing a good job of <laughs> who we truly are, but you know what? You can see right through it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. if somebody is willing to see mm. that. I always tell people there's, there's, there, there are no secrets. There, there are no secrets. Everything is part of a collective information field that we all can be tuned into. So if we want to know something, we can know it. It's there. It's just waiting for us to give ourselves permission to, to know it. So allowing um, other people to see us uh, requires us to, to see ourselves, allowing other people to see us in a more easy way, <laughs> in, a, in a way where, you know, with their eyes, they can really see with their senses, they can really feel it. It requires us to, to see ourselves mm. um, first. So is there a the word dissonance when, you know, when, when what you sense and, you know, what people sense, because as you say, everyone can sense what people sense of someone, say, presenting themselves on Instagram or Facebook. And there's a dissonance between what they're sensing and what they're seeing or reading with their eyes. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Would you say this? Yeah. And that is one of, if we look at this in terms of entrepreneurship, that is one mm. thing that turns off our customers. Think of, of a used car salesman. There's, that's like a, uh, a stereotype um, uh, that is the perfect example. Um, yeah. When you go to a used car salesman, uh, typically um, it's like everything sounds really good that's coming out of their mouth. <laughs> you're just like, yeah, Exactly. So true. Yeah, like it's that that reason why people are really interested in what you do, but they don't buy what you do yeah. because there's just something that's repelling them. It's a feeling. It's a it's a sensation. Um, and for people who are tuned into that energetic information highway, um, it's a knowing. They can they can know that mm. something. Mm. Is and oftentimes, depending on the degree of access they allow themselves, they can know exactly what is off, even if you don't know what is off. Yeah. That goes back to what you said at the beginning of your ability to, to see, right? The more tuned in you are, the more you can see when you choose to. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, the, the question crosses my mind, what, what's the, I mean, and again, we don't know, but what's the future? You know, as we're opening up to being more completely more transparent, you know, and I, you know, to being more the unified field of energy and consciousness that we are, you know, what? How, I'm just curious, and you know, to see what comes to you in that question of what what is what are we moving into? You know, what is, what is the what are we birthing as a result of this? And I'm curious to hear your yeah your your take on that. So I feel that my take on it is a little different than what most people, um, especially spiritually minded people, believe. Mm. Um, there's this idea that we're kind of on the brink of birthing or remembering this collective consciousness and entering this space of, in a sense, paradise. You know, it's mm. like, in a sense... It, that like we're yeah. in all of this turmoil right now so that the bubble can pop and the phoenix yeah. can rise. Yeah. Um, my sense is, is that that is still a ways away um, and that what we're entering into right now is uh, more of, uh, and this is going to sound really bleak, um, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, we're entering, uh, and you, you're probably noticing I'm having some discomfort <laughs> saying this because this is not something that I, I normally talk about publicly, but I, I want to begin mm -hmm. talking about publicly, so I'm just going to breathe through it. Yeah, so we're entering into a phase, my sense is that we're entering into a phase where we're losing our humanity more uh, rather than gaining more of our uh, humanity. We're entering into an information, a data-driven uh, phase where um, it's already starting to happen, where we're offering up freely um, enough data on ourselves uh, that will allow um, algorithms, artificial intelligence, and things like that to learn us better than we know ourselves. And to, in, in, in fact, uh, manipulate and change our behaviors uh, in a way that is beneficial to, um, yeah, whoever um, has a vested interest in the changing of our, our behaviors. And this is happening uh, right now, um, you yeah. can think about it. The, the United States elections uh, as the perfect example, 2016, where uh, specific people who were identified as persuadable through uh, offering up their information in the uh, analysis of their information, they were deemed as persuadable. They were targeted with very specific propaganda to support them in behaving, thinking, believing, and acting in a specific way mm. that was needed to vested interest uh, outcome. Um, and so it's already happening and it's happening yeah. on a smaller level in our lives. If you yeah. go on to Netflix, Netflix knows you very well. Yeah. It will be able to tell you exactly uh, 
what uh, you want to watch in the moment or what it wants you to watch in the moment. And you think of our cell phones where, you know, we're talking about something and then there's an image of that in the ads and we're like, oh, my cell phone is listening to me. It's, it's not listening to us yet. Um, what it's doing is predicting what you want really well. Um, it knows you really well. It's not that it's listening to you. It just knows you very well. And so the work that is really important for us people who have been doing this, this liberation work, this self-awareness work um, is going to be human liberation work, um, it's, which we've been doing for a long time, but it's going to, to change in flavor. It's going to be reconnecting to our true impulses, our true instincts, um, our, our true nature um, and uh, yeah, excavating our humanity from yeah, the place that it's been buried in a sense. Mm. So yeah, wow. As you, as you speak, I'm just getting this sense exactly what you're saying. This like our humanity, the, the raw power, the wild, the raw rawness of who we are. And when you think, and I was reading a thing this morning which talks exactly about what you're, you're saying about there's this image, there's this, this idea in. In, in certain spiritual circles that we're moving into this paradise, the 5D, whatever, you know? And, but when I tune into that, it does feel, it feels like passive. It feels, mm -hmm. you know, it feels like there's a lid on it. It feels like, I feel a bit icky, you know, when I think of that. Like, there's a part that's like, oh yeah, finally I can get away with not showing myself. I can sh get away with not being seen, right? I can get away with just, just crossing the finish line, and everything moving, I don't have to deal with my shit. I don't have to deal with my power and my rawness and my wellness. Right? I don't have to share that with the world. And I mean, who knows, but I love what you're saying because it, I mean, first of all, it is happening. You know, you have to watch the, what's it, like a documentary called The Social Dilemma. Ah, yes, exactly. To, like, to, to realize it's happening already. And, you know, even these 5D concepts might be made up by the algorithm by the algorithm, to, by the exactly. artificial intelligence to give us exactly what we think, what we, we underneath crave, which is being able to cross this finish line. Now, even things like possibly QAnon, you know, as believable mm -hmm. as, as it is for people, who knows that there's not an algorithm behind that, right? As an example, exactly. I don't know what to believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I really, like, I don't believe that it's about um, knowing what the truth is. Mm. The truth uh, is, is, is not exactly what sets us free. Um, I believe that, well, the truth in the sense that we believe that we think the truth is. We think the truth is the answer to our question. Yeah. Um, the truth does set us free, but the truth is the question. The yeah. truth is the curiosity. Yeah. And so I believe that that's what we're starting to uh, connect to. Um, and when we allow ourselves to question everything, we live in a space of, of the true uncertainty of the world. And we get to enjoy the juiciness, the rawness of the true nature of this experience that we have, which is uncertainty. This experience is not answers. This experience mm. is questions. And so it's really important, this next phase of what's happening, of us being manipulated, our behaviors being changed, uh, machines learning us better than we know ourselves, so that we can get to that place of asking questions. Yes. And that's where the liberation is. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if this rabbit hole is true or if this rabbit hole is true. What matters is, is that you're asking the questions. Yeah. Yes. And, and the truth will set us free is exactly what we've been speaking of as well, as in being seen, in, in the truth of seeing your parts and seeing yourself. That is the truth that sets you free. It's not, as you say, in discovering, you know, the solution to the universe, which it's, it's about rediscovering our truth, right? Mm -hmm. through, and through the questions and the wonder that you're inviting us to have, that curiosity. That, exactly. That's expansive, right? That feels like, oh, oh that's endless, that's eternal. And it connects back to innocence, to what, how we arrived in this world, you know? This like bright-eyed, 
this incredible place and we're in this beauty, this gift, like, you know, why am I going to just shut myself up and try and figure it out when it's just constantly moving anyway? Uh-huh. Your energy and consciousness. So exactly. in, yes. in doing that state of like, what is it? What am I? You know, not, maybe not even what is it? I don't know. But yeah, this question. I love that that you you said that uh, because that you brought up the the innocence of a baby being born that's that's exactly what it is it's like you know a baby sees what we call a tree and is just in awe and has no desire to you know encapsulate that mm. energy in a name yeah. you know and the baby can walk around and just see that energy and just be in awe but then there comes a point where the baby is told that's a tree and the baby just kind of okay that's a tree i know what that is then mm. and all trees become trees and so there's no need to kind of look at the bark look at the different textures look at the way that it sways look how it interacts with the wind look how the sun you know how it sits in the sun and find the awe and wonder of that because we, we know what it is. It's a tree. Yeah. Wow. And I'm just, I'm just reminded that, you know, that all kids go through that stage of uh, not asking what is this, but why? They go through that why phase, like, yes, you know, why, why, why is this tree growing? You know, why does it have leaves? Why is the sky blue? From my, from my limited experience of children, that's what I understand. You know, it's not to give me the name of this thing, you know, it's like, it's like, why? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that why is an honoring of the awe. Mm. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's saying, oh my God, this is so amazing. Like, tell me more about it. Yeah. And in the why, there's also the experience of seeing deeper. Just to bring it back to the theme, what has emerged as the theme of the podcast. You know, in the why, you kind of can imagine, a tr uh, going back to your example of a child looking at the bark, you know, it's like, why is this bark solid? And why does it have these curves and things? And so it's going to look deeper into the tree itself. Like, you know, it's going to just explore deeper. It, it, oh, that is such a good point. We tend to look at why as a question word that uh, wants an answer. Mm. What if why were just an invitation to go deeper? Mm. What if it didn't, it, it, it didn't require an answer? What if it were just like wonder and awe? Like, why is this so, like, you know, when you eat something, you're just like, why is this so delicious? Yeah. <laughs> really asking for an answer. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it's these atoms that, that combine with these atoms and form this yeah, chemical reaction in your mouth. And like, boring. I didn't want to actually know the answer. Right? It's like, why? Yeah. How? Uh-huh. Yeah, they're, yeah, that's, that's really interesting. But yeah, they're, they're not necessarily words that are begging an answer. They're mm. an expression of wonderment. Mm. Yeah. It's like a, a why with an empty mind in a way, isn't it? It's like, it's like a why from the body, from the body from the, the mind trying to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. It's from the heart even, why? Mm. That's something to explore anyway, something mm. to, to practice. Mm. So how, how could you apply all of this to, to, how could you relate it back to what you do for people to your work? We already have it touched on, on that a few times. So I'm curious, how, how do you relate this curiosity and this wonder, this why to entrepreneurs, to people who are wanting, maybe afraid of being seen? Yeah. So the entrepreneurs who are the most curious tend to be the most successful. Wow. Um, and so 
what I try to support my clients with is finding that childlike curiosity about every aspect of it starts with themselves um, about themselves um, when people are attracted to their work and when they're not attracted to their work and asking why just feeling into it you know and you don't necessarily need the answer because I did this and many people get stuck on it's because I use this word instead of that word mm. I mean yeah that could be a piece of it mm. but feel into that why mm. and let it take you let it just take you in a direction it's like when we ask those questions and we really listen we're taken like we're just we just flow with the the question and the question invites us to interact with our reality in different ways so we begin interacting with our marketing in different ways we begin interacting with ourselves um, in different ways so this curiosity is a big part of everything that i that i do with my clients i rarely um offer answers um i offer reflections and um kind of experiments that they can play with but i rarely offer answers to to questions and it gets a bit annoying sometimes for my clients <laughs> they're like give me the answer <laughs> exactly it's it's a bit of a frustrating experience to be on the receiving end though mm-hmm. to tell you the truth um but it's it's one of the the most fruitful ways and fruitful doesn't necessarily mean uh in the sense of you know we all become rich or something like that uh, fruitful in the the sense of of satisfaction in the mm. sense of connection in the sense of abundance um in the sense of purpose um it's just it 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 brings so much and if you look at all of the the people that we deem great creators great entrepreneurs they all have an immense curiosity because mm. if they didn't have that immense curiosity they wouldn't be able to come up with what everybody else thought was so weird and would never be successful mm. it's a product of that questioning and so i support my clients in being curious about everything about mm. every aspect of their business and it's important to put that curiosity in in a container so that action can actually happen yeah. uh, as well um, because we can often get lost in that curiosity and use that curiosity from a place of shadow where we're just curious to hide rather than curious to flow mm, yeah escaping exactly yeah. that's the power of wonder right there isn't it is that mm. that mind opening power of wonder instead of questioning to find the answer that's beautiful exactly yeah it's it's interesting i'm having images of uh it's bringing like uh images of like sexual pleasure it's like if we're willing to ask um to to feel something and it's like oh that feels so good i wonder if i do this or mm. i wonder if i move this way or i wonder if i try this and it just takes you it just your body flows in this experience that where you reap the reward of pleasure right. about that curiosity if you pretend that you know everything about sex and you do the same thing over and over it's just like eating the same ice cream flavor every yeah. day it, it becomes the same it's it's it begins to lose its its taste yeah. um and so you don't reap the rewards of of pleasure from that curiosity. Ooh, I love that you connected it to the sexuality. That's like a theme that's been so emerging in in this podcast, the connection with our sexual energy to to everything, you know, to life, to purpose, to joy, our well-being, our abundance and I love that you connected it to curiosity. Because as you say, I can just imagine, you know, and I know from experience when you're coming from that image of like not wanting to, you know, fully be seen i guess but coming from this image that we talked about of and to look a certain way or do sex a certain way or be seen a certain way then it is like a straight jacket you know it doesn't you're locked in the character and something that doesn't really allow you to take pleasure as a bit of it as a bit also of a negative pleasure because it's something you're doing for the sake of it but 
in what you're inviting us to consider here is like, you know, when you open up to curiosity and sexuality, and you probably all know and have at least glimpses of that, it's like, wow, you know, and, and applying that then to our business, to our structures, to the way we work with clients, the way we interact, the way we communicate, wow, that suddenly expands mm -hmm. the whole realm, you know, it's something more playful and more, yeah, expansive, joyous. Yes, and yeah, that type of pleasure is is available to us in every aspect of of our life. Um, it's just if we're willing to get curious and follow the energy, follow the flow, um, not necessarily need the answer, but jump on for the ride. Mm. <laughs> Wow, beautiful. These might, might have been beautiful words to finish on, but I'm still going to ask you the question is if there's anything else that you want to you speak to, you want to say just to close a beautiful conversation. Mm. Yeah, that I'm, I think the main thing that's coming to me right now is just gratitude for you uh, for for having this space and for yeah it's like um I don't, we haven't connected in a while so like we don't uh, I haven't really told you what I've like what I'm doing right now and things like that but I've been as I said probably three or four times it makes me kind of sound like a stalker but I've been watching your journey <laughs> and in a sense it's given me permission to open up to a more expansive uh, journey myself. So um, yeah, I just wanted to express gratitude for you for doing what you're doing and for creating this space, this kind of fertile ground for, for liberation. Um, it's a beautiful space to play in and I'm honored that, that you brought me in to your, your garden of liberation. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for saying that. I receive it. And um, thank you for showing up. Thank you for being here. Thank you for diving in with me. And here's to more, like, um, more conversations and more being seen, more seeing of each mm. other, which is what you're saying and inviting us. So thank you for bringing that. I really I love how it fits, you know, into what you do, our conversation, but also how it's fitting beautifully into the flow of, of podcasts and of people. It's like this theme that's emerging that is so, so, so amazing. There's this light, you know, there's so much light in it. And so on the, on, on the other end of it is you know, through all of this work that we're doing, this shadow work, this, this shifts, those ups and downs, the going through the the ringer on yes. the other side of it. This is like, oh, wow, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Well, even on the other side, but through it, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So, how do people get in touch with you? Where? What's the best place to send people to? So, the best place to send people. Um, would be there's two places I have my uh, regular website which is lloydburnett.com and then um, I also have a, a video series that I put together for um, spiritually minded uh, spiritually curious entrepreneurs um, the video series I can't remember what it's called it's something about create your own abundant online business or your mm. own course or something like that right. and if anybody wanted to check out that three-part video series it's at lloydburnett.com slash build perfect i'll make sure there'll be links to the both things under the, the podcast and also we'll add your instagram or whatever whatever you prefer yes yeah. thank you lloyd that was beautiful and awesome and inspiring thank you you enjoyed the show i hope you enjoyed the podcast 
just want to remind you of our beautiful membership space called the Campfire. You can check all the details out at thetemple.love slash membership. There's three tiers to choose from. You can interact with uh, us, the team, the co-creators, and with an amazing community of uh, like-minded seekers such as yourself who are all looking to improve their lives, improve their communities, and improve this world and, and this planet that we, we live on. So check it out, thetemple.love slash membership, and I hope to see you there. And for now, have a beautiful day. Bye.